We wish to acknowledge the traditional caretakers of the land we record this podcast on, the Yuggera people and their continued connection to the land and waterways of Yuggera country. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Hello everybody and welcome to the Sports Social Podcast where we cover the past week's joy, humanity and heartbreak in sport. Yeah, that's it. Did I say that? Yeah, that's it. You've got it. right. 20 episodes in, you've nailed it. Yes. (laughs) Got there. We got there. How are you, Georgie? I am really good. How are you? I'm great. I've had a nice weekend. We went to the beach uh, this weekend, which is lovely. Very good. We had a weekend where we didn't have many activities and actually that was really exciting. (laughs) I love how like introverted weirdly you've become. (laughs) Finally rubbed up on on you. Yeah, COVID's really brought that out of me. (laughs) A, a cancelled weekend is one of my favourites now. Like, yes. So quiet. <laughs> um, no, it's very – our kids are now on holidays, which is weirdly exciting. I know some parents get to holidays and think, oh, now I have them for six weeks. But mm. I think for our kids to have had to do four whole terms without mm. a lockdown was quite <laughs> tiring. Quite tiring That was a lot everybody. of school. That, that's the most amount of school they've done in many years. Yes. So good point. Holidays could not have come faster for us. Yeah, I have both feelings. <laughs> you know, staring. Down Talk the to back. me in three weeks. I'll yeah. be where you are. Yeah, staring down the barrel for six weeks with them. Great, but also uh, uh, <laughs> they're just there all the time, all the time. So many questions, oh. nonstop. It's got to the exciting end of the World Cup. So it has. I was watching quite a bit until Australia fell out. And then yes. I think I needed a bit of recovery recovery yeah. from so much sport watching. Mm. And now I'm back because we've hit semifinals. And well, I feel what like. was I, that, like two or three days? <laughs> no, it was like two weeks. Okay. I've had a break from cricket. I've had a break from soccer. And now I'm ready to commit back to watching. But I have been following the press and watching some of the highlights reels. And Ronaldo is having a bit of a moment at the moment. He That's sure great. is having a moment. At the moment. Not a good moment. I've now finished watching all of Ted Lasso. Yay! Which I, I love deeply. And Roy Kent is possibly one of the greatest characters ever. Of all time. He's here. He's there. He's everywhere. <laughs> He's so good. <laughs> but watching the, the hug. The hug. I get it. It's the hug. I watch, I've watched that episode in its entirety about five times really i'm obsessed with that episode i also loved the haircut scene that, yes that was just also really excellent amazing writing <laughs> the hug is excellent i'm a bit distressed about where nate's character is, is going yes no spoilers no spoil- spoilers but it's it's just, not looking good for nate it's disturbing <laughs> and having watched ted lasso now it strikes me that ronaldo's got a bit of jamie tart season one going on he does have that vibe so ronaldo has more than half a billion Instagram followers. Mm. He's 37, considered a god, recently ripped into his own English Premier League team Ooh. via a Piers Morgan interview. Oh. They've now parted ways. Understandably. Uh, so I think he's just got... That is a very Jamie Tart-esque thing to Right. <laughs> I also love that his Instagram handle is just Cristiano, one word. Oh, like Madonna. Like or... Madonna. He's, he's now... Jesus. <laughs> Jesus have an Instagram profile? At Jesus. (laughs) No. So I think he got subbed off in the game against Korea Ah. and he took great offence to that. Yes, I can imagine. 
his coach in the next game just benched him. He didn't start. He didn't get to go on until the 74th minute. Hold on, isn't he like the greatest player in the world? Or is that he Messi? Ha- he has been. Okay. He's, he's oh, won. so he's a has-been. No, 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 no. <laughs> you heard it clear, here first. He's excellent. <laughs> we know very little about Georgie soccer. Georgie Trickett. Yeah. <laughs> Quote me. Cristiano. He was good. He's if not. you're listening. No, he's, I mean, he's. You're a has-been, according to Georgie. He's been amazing. He's probably on the downward slope of his career. Well, maybe career he's feeling at that. 37. That's hurtful. Well, but also you're in a team environment. It's not just about you. It's about all the players that are on the field. And so his mm. coach wanted to teach him a lesson and benched him. 37. Benched him. Well, <laughs> someone's got to. Hey, the fact that it's happening at all might be a great thing for him. Yes, except he got benched. He then played for the, like the last 20 minutes. And then when they eventually won that game, he just left the pitch. He let the <sighs> team walk around and, and do all their thank yous and he just out. He is not. It's not good sportsmanship, Lib. He's not in a good place. No. He needs a Roy Kent. He needs a Roy Kent hug. That's what he needs. I don't think he's well. I don't think he'd take a hug at the moment. I would have a Roy Kent hug right now. <laughs> Hi, my name is Amelia. I'm 10 years old and I'm from Yapoon. And what I like about t- sport is it's all about tennis because I just find it really active for me and I can like ha- use my hands other than drawing. And I can actually get out more and spend more time and actually be social and very healthy and fit. And that's what I like about sport. Lib, in our wider community, Mm. we have come into contact with two amazing twins. I've known them for a few years through the school community and kindy. And Olivia and Lorelai Page recently started uh, Netability. Oh, wow. They... As 18-month-year-olds. 18-month-olds. That's it. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. They started experiencing epilepsy and were diagnosed with epilepsy uh, by around the age of three. And a lot of that has been triggered by light contrast. So for those kids, even stepping into the sun was enough to trigger seizures. Wow. And as they went on, they also identified that they had some deficits alongside the epilepsy that impacted them in terms of processing short-term memory and ability to do really complex tasks. Mm. And then they found netability. So for the first time, Lorelai and Olivia have been able to participate in sport. Hello, (coughs) Olivia and Lorelai. How are you? Good, good. Olivia, I wanted to start with you. How did you get into netball? Um, I got internet ball with some friends. Their names are Susan and Gareth. They coach netability. And are they down at Metro South? Yeah, they're down with Metro Stars. Had you played any sport before or had you been able to participate in any sport? I haven't been able to play any sport because of uh, of our epilepsy because we couldn't go out in the Sunwood trigger a seizure. Wow. So were you kind of housebound at that stage? Yes, I was. (laughs) How did it feel starting a sport for the first time? Uh, It just felt amazing because um, we could finally go outside and we could finally do more things outside. And Lorelai, what was it like to be selected as part of the Queensland Netability team? It was amazing. Um, 
What do you enjoy about it? I enjoy seeing um, seeing all different people in the team because um, they all have disabilities there and I didn't feel left out. And I know that when you started playing NetAbility, we would see you down at the courts on the weekend and you you might have played it for a season or two and then you got selected into the Queensland representative team. Is that correct? That is correct. So what was it like for you guys to be going to your first national championship and representing your state? It was amazing and exciting but also nervous. <laughs> what, what were you nervous about? Well, our parents could not come and it was our first time so we thought that since we were away, that we might have a seizure or two if mum or dad. How did you, what did you do to overcome that fear? Um, honestly, I didn't really come over it. I just didn't really think about it too much. Yeah. And our dad came down to Sydney as well. As a surprise. Yeah, as a surprise. Oh, that's beautiful. What was it like seeing him then there when you were playing netball for Queensland? I was so excited and happy and I tried my best. I wanted to ask both of you, how has playing sport changed your life? Um, it's changed my life a lot because I feel more confident in myself and I feel like when I accomplish something, um, I can accomplish more. Oh, that's incredible. Lorelai, has playing sport changed anything about your life? Um, yes, it has. We, we have been homeschooled and we haven't seen many of our friends. So when I um, went into netball, I made heaps of new friends and I got to see them more often. That's everything that we love about sport too. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us about this big wild experience you've had joining a team? Never give up and... Uh, just because you have a disability doesn't mean that stops you from doing anything. You guys are just some of the best people we've ever had on the show. Thank you so much for, for your time and sharing your experiences. It's just wonderful to hear that, you know, sport is changing your world because, you know, that's what we're, that's what we think it does as well. So thank you. Thank you, girls. Thank you. Well, I'm very emotional now. They should be so proud of themselves. I had to hold it together. Oh, Libby. <laughs> I, actually, I don't have any tissues to give it's you. Fine, I'm fine. And there's a microphone. I can't give you a hug. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, <laughs> that's what sport's about. I know. God, <laughs> but they are. They're so incredible. And. It's not just the girls who've had to conquer a whole lot of fears to do that. As a family, they've all had to conquer so much to get them out on the court, just playing a sport down at our local association and then to go onto the Queensland team Mm. and travel interstate and be in airports and totally different environments from what they're used to. That in itself is an achievement. Well, I just loved how Olivia was like, you know, it's taught me that I can do so much more. Than- oh, oh, <laughs> that's, that's the thing that triggered me, um, you know, more than you thought that you could, which is like, I mean, that's everything that sport is, right? And then 
um, Lorelai following up with, you know, getting to be with friends and I making know. new friends. I'm I like, know. okay, you both just made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but they're amazing. Chriselle, their mum, is amazing. Well done to that entire family and obviously NetAbility net doing wonderful things. Well, for creating such inclusion and it's been great for my kids to see these guys out on the court and having a go and they're just participating in sport. Yeah. As they should be. Yes. Brilliant. Um, AJ, 35, Gold Coast, and I like sport because I just like being out in the community and uh, getting fit and staying healthy. David Warner. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's a interesting... It's a hot mess. ...dumpster fire. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> well, so where I'm at is that he had appealed the life ban that he had received for leadership roles after the ball tampering scam in 2018 in 2018 so what five years ago Mm -hmm. he's since gone on to you know continue to represent Australia continue to you know dominate in a a number of different formats of cricket I love how much you know about cricket at this moment well so proud of you thank you and I'm now going to embarrass myself (laughs) by going god I should have said anything (laughs) you were going so well (laughs) I'm now going to embarrass myself I'm here I'm ready I'm ready uh, blah, 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 he then withdrew his appeal. Oh, I can fill in these gaps. Okay, please. Yeah, this is why we work so well. <laughs> I'm like, he appealed and then something happened and then he's like, stuff you guys, I'm not appealing anymore. So what has happened? I found this fascinating because it was there's been lots of mumblings going along that maybe it's time to look at this lifetime leadership ban that's yes. been put on David Warner. Because it wasn't put on Steve Smith. No, but Steve Smith was the captain. He wasn't involved in the actual doing of the... Tampering. The tampering. And Dave Warner was. Yes. he Alongside that other guy. his name? Who's gone into oblivion now yeah. because of ball tampering. Yeah. Steve Smith looked over and said, what are you guys up to? And they were like, nothing you need to be worried about. Oh. And the fact that he didn't question that and understand what was going on was what he was penalised for. Yeah, and had the teary press conference. Yeah. And when that happened... The decision was handed down within four days of the incident Ooh, occurring. Quite quick. Very swift. So there's been murmurings going on that maybe it's time to look at the lifetime leadership ban that's been put on David Warner. Especially seen as he's kind of, he's clearly tried really hard. He's continued to excel at those levels. He's definitely rehabilitated. He did a lot in grassroots sport. He's kept himself very... Um, much within the team he's not tried to be a superstar or anything like Mm. that and it's been about what's best for the team but at a domestic level he obviously would be a real asset as a leader Mm. assuming that all this ball tampering stuff is hadn't happened well and that he's seen the error and moved forward and I think we live in a society where you need another chance. Everyone needs of course, second chances. Because we all make stupid decisions. If I think about decisions I made five years ago, I'd be like, Moo, <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I constantly say I regret all life choices. <laughs> to this Not the show, obviously. <laughs> so Cricket Australia has moved to a position where they'd like to change the bylaws, or I think they have changed the bylaws, to allow someone who's had a lifetime ban put on them to appeal that decision. I mean, that was a silly decision. (laughs) Lifetime is a long time, you guys. I mean, in our criminal justice system, you can appeal. A life sentence. You can appeal things. Yeah. And you can't under Cricket Australia. 
Cool. <laughs> anyway, what they've done is they've handed over that decision to an independent panel as to whether or not he may come back into the sport in a leadership capacity. But in handing over the decision, they ha- also handed over the process of making the decision. Right. So they didn't set out any terms of reference or that we know of around how the decision was made, would be made. That decision, that uh, process angle was given to the independent board. Okay. Which is fine if the independent board is thinking the same thing you are as Cricket Australia. But they're not. Right. The independent panel would like to do a full exploration as to what happened <laughs> out in the public. Cricket, Cricket Australia immediately goes, oh. So we're reopening all the issues. <laughs> we're revisiting the whole thing out in the public and dragging poor David Warner through it all again. <laughs> and so Oh, no, that's, that's not good on David Warner. That's not Warner. good. I mean – I mean, Cricket Australia, lol, but <laughs> David Warner, no. I think they just thought the independent panel would be like, yeah, cool, guys. We've, yeah, we know what you're thinking. No, the independent panel's got their own ideas. <laughs> They've really taken their job seriously. They have taken it very seriously. Which is great. That's really good, but not good for what Cricket Australia wanted to achieve. Got you. So David Warner said, thank you, but I'm not going to participate in a, a media frenzy around this issue again. And put my whole family through that. That's not what yeah. this was about. I never wanted that to happen. I'd rather just stay as a great team member. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. And everyone's a bit surprised. Yeah. Well, are, are they you still- surprised? <laughs> you seem surprised. <laughs> I am surprised. Thanks for noticing. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel really, I feel badly for Dave Warner and um, his wife, Candace because they, they went through a really terrible time. Don't get me wrong. Did not condone their behaviour you know, all of that sort of stuff, but that, that's been said five years ago. But he's continued to be a great team player. He's continued to, yeah, like I said, really succeed, like not just play well, like dominate. Mm. And, yeah, I hate the idea that someone who has clearly done as much as they can possibly do to rehabilitate his image, to be a good team player, to continue to work hard, doesn't get another opportunity to go to those leadership positions. Because what, I mean, what an experience to be able to pass on to future players where you go, hey, this was part of my story. Not a good idea. Don't do that. Yeah. And this is how I've come that's back from that. such a good point, actually. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's. Well, they, he speaks from lived experience. Yeah. Because if you don't have, like, if everything just goes smoothly, then people who f- are finding it a bit hard are like, well, I can't relate to that because. You're a god. You've just walked into this position or you've just had my life is infinitely relatable (laughs) (laughs) same though same same um yeah yeah, yeah, that's a really good point if you're perfection it's not relatable it's yeah and like at the end of the day everyone has a story and everyone has experiences and have has difficulties at different points even though seemingly it might not look that way on the surface but yeah, I just think it's a really miss a huge missed opportunity if they don't allow him to kind of go back into those leadership roles. I agree. I'm Aiden. I love sport because because there's a competition. So this is our last episode of the year, everybody. Oh, we've done so well. <laughs> I'm so proud of everybody. <laughs> But on the back of that, I wanted to talk about what our two quick sporting sporting highlights highlights of the year were. So, Georgie, what are your two quick sporting highlights? Uh, The T20 World Cup 
when England played India and when India played Pakistan. Those two games were some of the best cricket but also up there for atmosphere, just incredible crowd scenes. I don't think cricket has seen so much enthusiasm and energy in, in Australia for quite a while. And even though Australia wasn't playing, I was utterly invested. So it's awesome. For, for me in terms of spectacle, that was incredible. And I think the other sport, I don't know if it's a highlight in terms of it, it, it was a single event, but I think I've been so thrilled to see how much spectators are getting behind women's football slash soccer in Europe and the US. So Ooh. seeing those crowd numbers coming out of Europe, like 90,000 people watching a women's soccer match. It's amazing. I, I just think things are changing mm. in a really positive way. And the more that happens, it just becomes more that reinforces that women's sport is as awesome as men's sport and deserves the coverage and the profile. Yeah, totally. What are your two things? Was that your two things? That's my okay. two things. Cool. That's one, two. I have many things. Oh, it's two things. <laughs> no, I've got more than two. Oh. <laughs> I know I said the tone with two, but I have more than two. Um, Ash Barty won the Australian Open I this year. I can't believe that was this year. That was this year. Right. I mean, I know she's retired since then, but she won it this she year. She won it. And that was amazing. Just incredible. Uh, Jakara Anthony winning gold in the Moguls, which was also this year. The Winter Olympics were this year. Yeah, the Winter Olympics. We've had a lot of sport this year. It's been a busy year. Very busy. Uh, the Australia won the Women's Cricket World Cup. Steph Gilmore's come from behind eighth World oh, Series yes, title. Oh, that was so good. Amazing. The Commonwealth Games marathon track and field events. Lots of success there. I mean, the Commonwealth Games in general. As a highlight. Magic. Kick. I'm going to do a little shout out to Zach Stubble D. Cook who won the Commonwealth Games gold medal, won the hundred, won the World Championships gold medal, and broke a world record, all yes. within the last twelve months. Yes, amazing. The trifecta. Two two hundred breaststroke is what he does. Wow. I think that's it. Oh, opals taking bronze. Yes, at the World Cup. And I think it was really nice that they they didn't lose gold; they won bronze. They won bronze. I think that's a nice way to love all of it. Bring back Lauren Jackson and perform in front of an Australian crowd. So good. Yeah, there's been so much. But we would love to hear your highlights, so let us know. Mm. It's been, do you know what, a highlight, because you had many, so I'm going to throw it Yeah, no, more. go for it. A highlight for me has been watching more sport. Yeah. It, has, it is such a great thing to watch with your family. It's so good to have something to follow to. Okay, so quick divulgence. Divulgence? Divulging? Mm, no. Thing. Quick thing I'm going to tell you. Okay. Oh, you're going to divulge. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I thought I wasn't sure if you were deviating or divulging. Are you going in a different direction or are you telling me something? I'm telling you something. Okay. Okay. Possibly going in a different direction. Who's to say? Uh, No, I watched the last like 15 minutes of the France versus England Soccer World Cup match with my oldest daughter, Poppy. And like I just happened to put it on because they were up at like – 5 a.m. and I was like, hey, hey, we're just watching TV. I'm not watching Paddington Bear again. And yeah, Poppy got right into it. She was like absolutely frothing on it. I had no idea because we've never watched any sort of soccer whatsoever. And she was asking me all these questions, which I had no answers to. But we were like learning about it together. It was great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, loved it. Good on you, Poppy. So yeah, go sport. (laughs) (laughs) Yay, sport. Yay, sport. We're done for the year, Georgie. 
We are. We will be back in your ears from the 17th of January. We hope you have an amazing holiday period. And even though we won't be dropping any new episodes over the next couple of weeks, we will be on our Instagram putting up any sporting stories that interest us. Because sport still happens. Sport, uh, sport does not start for Christmas, in fact. There's tests, there's Sydney to Hobart, and yep. so much tennis. Yeah, so much. Yes, the so, summer of tennis is coming. So there's still lots to talk about. We will take a little break, but we'll be on our Instagram feed. and Come follow us at the Sports Social Podcast. And if you like what you've heard, please rate, review, subscribe and share. That helps other people find us. That helps us do things move forward (laughs) Uh, and one vital thing if you do enjoy uh, listening to us we've interviewed such amazing people over the last 20 episodes so go have a listen there's lots of interesting things that we think you should listen to even if you've never heard of them before like if you've never even heard of bonnie hancock go back and listen to that episode she's fascinating there's lots of sports people out there and adventure sports people doing cool things that we thought you would like and we're pretty sure once you listen you'll be hooked yes merry christmas bye bye